You're listening to episode 5 of the Discovery Adventures from Land Rover. After discovering something strangely familiar in the forest, are you any closer to cracking the code? could be affected by the current GPS failures within 24 hours, according to a statement by the Prime Minister. Whilst experts within and outside government attempt to find a solution, the public are requested to avoid using transportation of any kind. Too late for us. We've got to get to the final location on Saranoff's list. If we don't find a clue here, something to help us crack the numbers code, then I'm not sure how we'll stop these GPS disruptions. I, uh. I don't suppose you've heard from your mum at all? No? I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. Nothing at all. Oh. Hey. Hey now, don't, don't get upset. I know she hasn't called in a while, but if there's anyone who can look after herself, it's your mum. She's a very tough cookie. Like this one time. Well, let me tell you about the Cairngorms. We were hiking together. Just me and your mum. High up in the Scottish mountains, nobody around for miles. Then, all of a sudden, this thick fog descends. Can't see your hand in front of your face. I lose my footing in the fog, fall down and break my ankle. I think I passed out from the pain, but I remember lying there, your mum kneeling by me, and she'd made a splint for my ankle using the laces from her boots and a hiking pole. She waited with me till the rescue team came. <laughs> yeah. If there's anyone who's going to keep themselves safe, it's her. Now, you feeling a bit better? Good. Because Rover and I need you at your best. Next stop, Cheddar Gorge. Isn't it beautiful? What you've got here is a maze of undiscovered caves and underground rivers formed over the last 1.2 million years. And since we're at Cheddar Gorge, it feels only right to take a quick selfie. Say cheese. Ah! Excuse me. Did you mean to fall on your backside like that? Everyone's a comedian these days. Look, one small mishap doesn't stop me being a great explorer. Fine, two of you include the Cairngorms. Ha! I thought I recognised those flailing limbs. Oh, Neil, it had to be you. I don't need your help. I guess you do. Hey, Rover, how's it going? Oh, Neil, this is my sister's kid, Sam. Sam, this is Neil, local park ranger and archaeologist extraordinaire. I helped him out on a dig once. You got in the way at a dig once. And you've been trying to get me back out there ever since... What brings you all to Cheddar Gorge? I'll tell you as we go. At least tell me what on earth that thing is. Well, in simple terms, it's a box that makes a noise when we find what we're looking for. And what are you looking for? A radio transmitter. 
We think there's one round here somewhere, and trust us, the safety of the country depends on us finding it. I'd better lend a hand. Maybe some ears, too. Will that thing lead you straight to the transmitter? Not quite. Since we're not getting a reading up here, I think the transmitter must be down below. In the caves? Who'd put a transmitter underground? Someone under duress, maybe, or someone who doesn't want to get the signal very far. The radio signals do work underground, but they can't penetrate the solid rock cavern walls, so you have to actually be in the exact same cave to pick it up. Does that mean we'll have to try every single cave? You do know they cover three miles. In that case, the sooner we start looking, the better, don't you think? Nope, not yet. I'm starting to lose count of how many we've searched. Honestly, these park rangers, no stamina. Ah, now, here's a favourite. Goff's cave. At least this one's interesting. I'll go out ahead and test the radio direction for you. Come on, boy. I know we've been walking for ages, but Goff's cave makes it all worth it. For archaeologists like me, it's the most famous of them all. You might have heard of the skeleton they found here in what we call the Twilight Zone more than a hundred years ago. They called him the Cheddar Man. He lived and died more than 9,000 years ago. And best of all, the DNA from one of his teeth tells us he's got two living residents in the village nearby. One of them's a history teacher, which seems appropriate, don't you think? It's fascinating to think that at least a couple of families have been living in this area not just for hundreds of years, but for thousands. You're not telling any of your horror stories, are you? Wouldn't dream of it. That said, the reason I mention the Cheddar Man is that, judging by the wounds to his skull, he may have met a violent end. He was then buried down here, in a system of caves that had been inhabited by modern human beings for thousands of years. Those earlier inhabitants of the place lived lives so different from ours, it's almost impossible to imagine. Some of the skeletons found here, I remember they date back nearly 15,000 years, showed that their bones had been cut and butchered for meat and bone marrow. Now we find that idea appalling. You know, we think of cannibalism as such a taboo. But it's wrong to judge the past in that way. Maybe they ate human flesh when there was no other meat available. Or, perhaps, they had completely different ideas about how the bodies of their loved ones were to be used. Part of the fascination for an archaeologist like me is knowing we can never put ourselves back in the minds of our ancestors and see the world as they saw it. But the fact is, in these very caves... Where we're standing now, our Mesolithic ancestors made cups and bowls from human skulls. They were very careful. They made a very neat job of removing all the flesh and hair and smoothing round the edges so they wouldn't cut their lips when they drank from them. Wow. My sister says I'm bad at talking to kids. <laughs> Have you found anything up there? Nothing. All Rovers found is a soggy crisp packet and an old shoe. And all I've found is a dawning realisation that I hate caves. Well, what about this cave? Anything special about it? The mushroom chamber. Not that I can think of. Watch your head, Oh! Afternoon, Neil. 
I thought I'd have the caves to myself today. Friend of yours? Everyone, this is Rosie Battersby, proud member of the Tuesday Diggers, probably the oldest climbing club in Britain. You know, Neil, oldest isn't our preferred term. We prefer original. After all, how many other climbing groups of the over 60s are there? Would you know these caves well? Oh, I should say. I've been coming here for years, discovered new caverns, underground rivers. I used to teach geography, but then in 97, I realised I hadn't seen half the things I was teaching my kids about. So when I retired, I thought I'd gather some friends and start the Tuesday diggers. Scale the heights and depths of Cheddar Gorge, see what we could find. I'd say she knows every inch of these caves. Well, sounds like you're just the person we need down here. You in any trouble? Well, not yet, but you never know. Right. Well, it's here somewhere. Can't be far. Watch your step around here. There's a... Whoa! Thanks. Almost went over there. Yeah, one slip each. That makes us even now. We almost fell right through that tiny... Hang on. Look! Through the crevice. You found the transmitter! By accident, mind, so you can't really take credit, but... Aha, there it is! But how's anyone going to get down there? You're all going to need some serious climbing gear. Aren't you all lucky I'm a serious climber? Well, do you think you could get that transmitter for us? That crevice looks like a tight squeeze. I might have a trim figure, but I don't think I'm fitting down there in a hurry. Oh, how about you, Sam? No, not on your life. Why not? Sam's the only one of us who'd fit. Unless you want to send the dog. Well, are you sure it's completely safe? Hey, we've got one of the most experienced climbers in the country with us. If everybody just does what I tell them, then this brave explorer will be as safe as houses. Okay, well that's you all strapped in. Thanks for doing this, by the way. You just do what Rosie tells you, okay? You look nervous, but don't worry. Just keep your arms close in and keep tension on the rope at all times. And the most important thing to remember, you have to believe in yourself. I was a pensioner with claustrophobia and two left feet. And now I'm down here every week, discovering new caves and putting the youngins to shame. If I can do it, and so can you. Okay? The winch is ready. Let's get the shoe on the road. All right. Ready when you are. Don't worry. We'll talk you through it as you go down. Okay? Neil, lower the rope! There you go! Easy does it! Almost there! That's it. Keep your feet planted on the wall and walk yourself down. I'll let out the rope. Well, you're almost there, Sam. Grab the transmitter. There it is, you genius, Sam. You've got it. Good. We're just going to pull you back up. Nice and slowly. Watch the rope on that overhang. Slow it down. You're a bit close to the overhang. The rope's been partially cut out of a rock, but it'll be okay. We need to perform an emergency ascent before it snaps. Everyone just needs to take the rope and pull. Right, on me. Yeah. 
Christopher, get down! Oh, are you okay? I was worried about you for a second there. Come here, give me a hug. Oh, you found the radio transmitter. Top job, Sam. Now, what do we do with this thing? Well, the transmitter gives out a code, and each number corresponds to a letter. We use the cipher book to translate the code, and Bob's your uncle. But not your favourite uncle, obviously. Let's get back above ground. And there we are. Right. Okay, Sam, focus. Find page seven, uh, paragraph three. Uh, The first word of that paragraph. Okay, yeah, let's keep going. Page 13. Well, that's it. Oh, good work, Sam. So, if our ace code breaking is correct, looks like we've now got ourselves a little riddle. Angels and giant slayers, you will see, have the answer under lock and key. What does that mean? If this is, they're really not making things easy for us. I never liked puzzles. My friends all do crosswords. I can't see the attraction. Let's work through this methodically. Giant slayers. Any ideas? Jack and the Beanstalk. Not unless we're looking for a beanstalk now. I told you, I don't like puzzles. Well, how about archangels? When your most famous one is Angel Gabriel, but I can't see how that helps us. No, wait, wait, wait. I've got it. St Michael's Mount. Oh, in Cornwall? How do you work that out? It's not Jack and the Beanstalk. It's Jack the Giant Killer. He's supposed to have slain an 18-foot-tall giant at the base of the mountain. The island itself is all bound up with Cornish legend. King Arthur is said to have fought giants there. My favourite fact about the place is that its Cornish name is Carigloos and Coos, which means the grey rock in the woods. The Phoenicians sailed to the island for ten more than three thousand years ago, and yet the Cornish language remembers a time when it wasn't an island surrounded by the sea, but a giant grey rock surrounded by a forest. And Archangel Michael, he's got some kind of story around those parts, hasn't he? There's a legend from as early as the 5th century that the archangel appeared to fishermen working near St Michael's Mount. There you go. Angels and giant slayers. But what about the lock and key? We'll have to find that out when we get there. Oh, come on, Sam. The game's afoot. Thank you, Neil. You too, Rosie. And keep an eye on Neil for me. You know what he's like. Ha ha. Speaking of an eye out, is it just my imagination? Or are we being watched? What do you mean? Up there, over at the top of Jacob's Ladder, that man's been staring at us the whole time. Looks like he's got binoculars too. And a raincoat. Sam, we should move quickly. What's so scary about a raincoat? It means a storm's brewing. Take care, Rosie. I think we've lost him. This is getting spooky. That guy's everywhere. Let's get down to St Michael's Mount and clear this up once and for all. I think we've got the angels and giants bit, but we still don't know what under lock and key means. And who's leaving us all these messages? We've got to get to the bottom of this. No matter where it takes us.
Next time, we're off to Dartmoor, where we meet a man who reads the signs of nature like a book. Subscribe to the series now and visit landrover.co.uk forward slash adventure and get inspired by the great British outdoors. Land Rover, above and beyond.